well, well, well. It's Park City with Bap C Radio. Bad advice with Park City. What's up? I might not be politically correct, you know? I'm here to have fun, talk about what is cool to me. And I know you're bored. So let's go. I'm coming at you on Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Best year ever. Uh, Today is Tuesday. A.K.A. Boozday. That's right, we're talking about some scary stuff here, people. I don't even want to talk about news today. We just want to talk about freaky, crawly stuff, you know? So I thought right away. Phobias. Phobia is, in my own words, it's kind of like you're scared of something that you, you know, there's an explanation for why you're scared of it. But to other people, it seems a little odd. So I looked up like what therapists were talking about. And we have a top 10 list here. Uh, Let's see if you can cope with any of these. You know, these are problems that people kind of have on a daily basis. And you might know some people that have these. Hey, you might even have one of these. But social phobia. Fear of social interactions. Can we just say that that is a extra extra introverted and I mean with social distancing it's it's like a social anxiety disorder um, I mean this has got to be the worst time for folks like that uh, the next is tripophobia tripophobia and this is a little strange it's the fear of circle clusters it seems kind of silly yes but people actually really struggle with it It's like people will fear these circle clusters as much as like an infectious disease or a dangerous animal like bees. Um, I think it's just like, it's more of a claustrophobia type thing, right? And circle clusters is this like, of circle clusters of people, circle clusters, like if somebody just drew a bunch of circles on a piece of paper, would you be frightened? I, I'm not quite sure, but the next one is Atai phobia a tachyphobia it's the fear of failure oh. I mean we've all taken a test before and even though you study and you know you're gonna get most likely an A or a B you still think C or D right um, but I mean there are licensed professionals that report this I just feel like sometimes if you fear you're failing so much, you won't even try. But you know, you always you know, miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So another one is thanatophobia, the fear of death. I mean, we, everybody listening right now is living. Um, it's not really a shocking fear to me. But I think over day-to-day activities, people might think, oh, I don't know if I can go for a walk. I might get hit by a car. Oh, it's supposed to rain later. We shouldn't have a picnic or go golfing. Um, Next one, uh, nosophobia, fear of developing a disease. Wow, a lot of these kind of are coming out of the woodwork right now for some people. Uh, It's treated with, with exposure therapy and cognitive behavior therapy or medication. How could you take a pill that would be 
like, oh, I'm not gonna think about getting a or developing a disease now. I don't believe it. Oh, everybody's favorite, arachnophobia. I've seen some of the biggest, toughest dudes ever, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson size, freak out to spiders. And growing up, my sister would often say, like, she would never ask me to come into her room unless there was a spider. And she'd be, like, on her bed, um, on her <laughs> on her feet, like, head up by the ceiling fan, so scared, you know? Um, Vihophobia. Vihophobia. Fear of driving. See, I don't know if this extends to fear of riding on bus or train, light rail, but uh, it's often, you know, caused by symptoms of acute distress disorder or PTSD, most likely from an accident. In my lifetime, I've been in two different car accidents, one when I was too young to remember, and then one where I was actually behind the wheel um, in a blizzard, the same blizzard that popped the Metrodome, I think it was like winter 2010. Yikes, right? Oh, claustrophobia, fear of enclosed spaces. I have read online that a lot of people, um, it's kind of quirky, but right when they enter a place, they'll immediately look for the exits. Um, just anywhere you feel trapped or confined, you fear that you have difficulty breathing, you're running out of oxygen. 5% of the population, we got numbers here, 5% of people have this. Acrophobia, fear of heights. Shout out to my boy Devin, he's really tall. But anyways, <laughs> seriously, um, I I actually, uh, I'm gonna tell you, I didn't know that I might have acrophobia until I was up really high. I was up, I think, 18 stories um, on somebody's balcony and just looking straight down, uh, it was quite the trip. And then, uh, this kind of relates to some travel again, but aerophobia. It's not the fear of aeropostal clothes. It is the fear of flying, getting on a plane. So, I mean, a lot of people, they get anxious and they'll still fly, but some people, they, they won't even get, like, within, you know, a yard of an airport. But, uh, that's it for phobias. I just want to say they shouldn't be ignored or brushed aside. It's important to talk about professional you shouldn't be embarrassed i might have chuckled a little bit on some of these but that does not diminish them if you have this phobia or fear you need to uh, seek therapy so now i want to talk a little bit about the science of ghosts i mean it is Wednesday. i want to explain why some people see them hear them feel a spooky presence um you know you might think you you see something there's all these ghost hunting tv shows but what's the bigger picture here so one explanation is you're dreaming with your eyes open um, rest in peace juice world lucid dreaming um this alludes to hallucinating it's basically like when your uh, sleep paralysis when your whole body is kind of asleep except your your head mainly your eyes so it's kind of this this really unusual feeling i've experienced it before but you're doing this app like rapid eye movement or round sleep you're doing it while you're awake technically so that's why that can explain that um 
faces in the clouds is another explanation. So this, it's basically just saying more hallucinations. It's saying, um, you know, have you ever felt your phone buzz? Then check to find out there was no message. Hey, have you ever heard somebody calling your name? But no one was there. Have you ever seen a face or figure in a dark shadow? Uh, I don't know about y'all, but I had one of those like texturized ceilings when I was younger and like when I was bored and trying to go to sleep and counting sheep, which I always find funny when people recommend that. I would always try to depict faces in the ceiling. But once again, um, it's just kind of saying that we sensationalize what we see sometimes. But I feel like every one of these is kind of alluding to somebody's hallucinating. Uh, this one's ridiculous. Uh, it's a selective attention test you could take, but it says, do you see the gorilla? Uh, what I'm looking at right here is there's three people in white shirts and three people in black shirts, and there's two basketballs. And apparently this is a famous video from 99, 1999. It's kind of cool to talk about like that but literally they're just passing this ball back and forth back and forth over several minutes and there's this guy in a gorilla suit that I guess during that time walks by and it says do you see the gorilla if you miss the gorilla you are experiencing inattentional in blindness it's saying memory does not work like a video camera so you might have saw something or been have your wits heightened and you might have been scared. You might have seen something. But when you play back your memory, it, I mean, it's definitely, you'll never see it perfectly, right? Uh, there's a really cool episode of Black Mirror where you can replay all of your memories. And I don't know if y'all have seen that, but highly recommend it. it it'll make you think twice. But uh, yeah, it's just, they're saying, you know, critical thinking. Could this actually happen? mentally you know are you okay but they're they're saying like alien colleague culture engineering environment field hallucination these are all buzzwords in here phenomenon i mean i guess what i will say about ghosts is i feel like they are so rare like when you see one you know you won't forget it but you won't i I guess the only thing I agree with here is the selective memory test. You know, whenever you tell a story, the fish was this big, not this big, you know. Uh, but this, you know, segues perfectly into when I saw a ghost. Now, every week I want to talk about haunted places. I've been to a couple haunted places, so I can give my, my personal feedback. But... For anybody that lives in Virginia that's looking for something to do, head your way to Diggs, okay? Uh, that's where Old House Woods, Virginia's mysterious cursed forest is. And this is where I definitively saw my first ghost. So let's get the hair to stand on the back of your neck. So it's Haven Beach Road and Old House Road. Um... It's called Old House Woods because of the old house name of the road. There's a little, you know, it's just this tiny road that you can kind of do a loop on. Uh, why is it haunted? What have people actually reported over the years of seeing? 
the Franny Night House. It's commonly known as Old House Woods, and the Old House is this. So way back in the 1700s, the Revolutionary War, and even into the Civil War era, this house would um, kind of protect people, uh, soldiers looking for refuge, and the local stories say that the house sets itself on fire only to put itself out again, but eventually the house caught fire and burned all the way down to the ground. I've been to the burn site. There's buried pirate treasure. X marks the spot, and you know that if pirates did bury treasure and later became ghosts, I feel like that's like the number one place they go but there's this creek white's creek it's on the banks of it um but the creek is kind of like a, a synonymous word they'll use for like a, a swamp and there's certain chemicals in the swamp they say if you spend you know 40 minutes to an hour out there um you breathe in enough of the chemical to of course they say hallucinate but uh phantom pirate ships in the bay i'm telling you a group of me and one or two different friends and no there's four of us we all got on the beach we all went back to back to back to back and we all decided to see how long we could stay there and somebody said they saw footsteps in the sand and basically <laughs> there's just no way that we could have stayed out there any longer there was like an ominous light that somebody said they saw which we thought was like a ghost ship and i mean i'm telling you like out of all the ghosts, right? Do you really want to mess with ghost pirates? So then, wandering skeletons. Um, the the specters have been known to actually talk to people. There's a legend of a man's car that broke down on the road, and he said he was suddenly approached by a skeleton in armor, saying, "Is this the King's Highway? I've lost my ship." And some of the ones I've read in like haunted Virginia are that they're these headless dogs, like ghosts of dogs, like headless dogs that will actually bark. You'll hear barking, which we did hear barking. Uh, we weren't really scared of trespassing. But the final one that I can really talk about, this is this is depicts the ghost that I saw. It's like the maiden in white. The legend says that she normally had her servant or almost like her butler row her out into the bay. Because there is a bay there. It's on the coast of Virginia. But um, I guess a storm had rolled or started to slowly roll in and she didn't have the strength to row herself back. So I guess her little boat capsized and she supposedly drowned in the water so they said if you saw her you'd see a woman in a drenched like soaking white dress with like a bonnet that's drooping down a little bit over her face and uh, ghosts that either summon storms or were involved with storms they're known as sirens um so yeah i mean this might sound bizarre but I was the bravest in my pack, and we all agreed if we saw something, we wouldn't say it till we got back to the car. Um, so I didn't really know what was going on. I thought a lot of my friends were hyping up the situation, but as we were walking back, I, uh, you know, we had spent all this time, we were just fooling around in the woods. 
as we're walking back and we decide to call it quits, I hadn't quite seen anything. It seemed like I was the last one. I wasn't scared. I was going up ahead of the pack a little bit. Like, I might have been, I don't know, between, like, you know, 10 yards or 20 feet ahead of these folks, and, and the path wasn't straight, and what I saw is this, is this glow, this humming glow. It's like, it was white, gray, and light green-ish, all at the same time, and it looked like a, a hologram, almost. And it's dead in the middle of the path, looking straight at me. And then just ever so slightly tilts to the right, takes two or three steps that looked like they were just floating and disappears into a tree. I was shook. I saw the lady in white, the maiden of the bay, the siren. I saw her. And uh, to remember this moment, I decided that, hey, I haven't really taken any pictures. But right before we got in my car, I looked back at the old house road and I snapped a photo, just one picture. When I drove home, I mean, mind you, this was not, this was a kind of a longer drive. I can't remember if it was two hours or four hours, but the drive back seemed to, to go pretty quick. We were all spooked. But yeah, the craziest part, swear to God, swear to whatever you believe in. I get back to the barracks, I look at my phone, and the picture is just blank. And from that moment on, Every time I went to go take a picture, it was blank. In other words, I needed a new phone. Uh, they say that, you know, electronics get taken over. Uh, so if you have a flashlight or even like you, your cell phone, any battery life that you could provide, it, it gives the, the ghosts, I guess, energy to appear before your eyes. Well, uh... At the very end here, I wanted to recommend two different horror movies, one that I've seen and one that I haven't, that I looked up on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm always going to give low-rated horror movies because, I, I mean, we all like to get scared, but the coolest thing about, like, poorly rated films are there might be one part or, like, one you know, pop-out scene that really spooks you, but the rest might have, like, a poor build-up. But uh, one that I haven't watched yet that I'm going to watch tonight and get spooked is The Disappointments Room. I've checked. It's on Hulu. I'm sorry if it's not on Netflix. But for all you Netflixers that are chilling, uh, one movie that I have seen that I find entertaining, and um, they on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 26% rather than a zero, is As Above, So Below. So if you're looking for some... Uh, spookalicious films check those out well uh i hope you guys enjoyed booze day booze day Ooh, i sound like a ghost for real but um yep if you're ever in the chesapeake bay area the little coastal town of Diggs, check it out old house woods it's worth a search if you like reading spooky stuff ghosts phobias wow we talked about some cool stuff today uh, it's been Vapsy Radio, you know, 
Tune in tomorrow for some more stuff. Wild Card Wednesday. Ooh, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, hope you guys have a lovely afternoon. Smile at everybody you see and wave at some. Uh, yeah, if you can wave, it'd be great. So, take it easy. Thanks for the listen. Park out.